Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for your Friday morning. It's the 15th of July, 2022. Broadcasting 31170 Sydney, 693 SENQ in Brisbane and 1620 Gold Coast. Pleasure to be with you on a Friday morning and we have a lot to get through over the course of the next hour. Number still the same, 1300 01 1170, 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Lots of news happening in rugby league. We're sort of moving away now from the state of origin, although still plenty of talk about that after Wednesday night as we head into another round of the NRL kicking off tonight at 6 o'clock with a great game uh, on paper. Anyway, the Cowboys up against the Cronulla Sharks. Charlie Goodsir will join me in around about 15 minutes to preview all of that. Uh, in about half an hour, I'm going to cross to Chris Perkins. Now, he's our normal American correspondent. We speak to him usually on a Tuesday morning. Uh, we did speak to him on Tuesday morning. He's actually in Scotland at the moment. He went to the first round of the British Open at St Andrews, so we will have a chat with Chris Perkins in around about half an hour's time from now. And your calls and texts 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. At one and a half past five, don't forget if your hot water needs replacing, get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. To the news of the day very, very soon, and it inspires our little topic for you to have a think about this morning. On the back of the news of Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall reuniting at the Tigers after, what, 18 years since they won that competition. On 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, I want to know your best coaches or managers of all time in any sport. Can be NRL, AFL, Premier League, NFL, anything. Your best coaches, your best managers in any sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. There is a host to choose from. So I would like to hear from you over the course of the next hour. Your best coaches, your best managers of all time in any sport around the world. This is because on the back page of the Daily Telegraph today, and it was broken by Michelle Bishop on the Vossi and Brandy Breakfast Show on Wednesday morning, that Tim Sheens has been signed to coach the West Tigers for the next two years with Benji Marshall taking over in 2025. Now, Marshall said last night he has spent 10 years preparing for a coaching career that is about to take off. So as I said, Tim Sheens will coach the West Tigers in 2023 and 24, then hand the reins to Marshall. Uh, Marshall told the Daily Telegraph, I will work hard. I will back myself. I always have. I always will. This is my dream. This is what I want to do. Tigers fans, Benji Marshall in, uh, in 2025. However, before that, Tim Sheens, 
back in the coaching chair. Hasn't coached in the NRL for over a decade. Yes, obviously took the Tigers to that 2005 premiership. And we know he's been a great coach for many, many years. Won numerous uh, premierships, but hasn't been a coach in the NRL for quite some time. Your thoughts on it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Uh, Jackson Hastings believes Tim Sheens is the Tigers' DNA to help revive the club before Benji Marshall takes over as head coach in 2025. Time will tell if it's a good call, Hastings said, of pl- the plans to appoint Tim Sheens. But he did say he knows the DNA of the club better than anyone, the fabric of the joint. That would be great for us boys who haven't been here long or kids coming through to aspire to have someone to look up to who has been there and done that and got that Tigers' DNA. He has proven he can take the club to the pinnacle, which is what we all want to do as players. Tigers fans, or just generally, your thoughts on this. Benji Marshall to take over in 2025. Tim Sheens for the next couple of years. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. For mine, it's a huge gamble. Look, Tim Sheens, as I said, brilliant coach. We know that for many, many years. Hasn't coached for a decade. Benji has never coached before. Now, he is going to, of course, work with Tim Sheens as an assistant, along with Robbie Farrer as well, uh, for the next couple of years before the plan ends for him to take over in 2025. Look, it's a really bold move. And if it pays off, they'll look like geniuses. But if they don't, or if it doesn't, uh, it could really backfire on the West Tigers. So we'll see what happens. Benji, of course, part of the media at the moment, doing some good stuff on Fox League. Uh, but 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, would you have gone for Tim Sheens as the West Tigers coach? I there, There's a lot of other choices around there. Of course, they did, as we know, approach Cameron Serraldo and he decided to turn them down. Michael Maguire left the club earlier on in the year. There's still a lot of other coaches that have coached more recently than Tim Sheens that I'm sure would have been interested in the role. But they've gone with Tim Sheens, so we'll see what happens. And then Benji in 2025. Your thoughts on it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Also making news today, and this is an interesting one, uh, the NRL and RLPA are locked in top-level discussions about standing down all New South Wales and Queensland stars for the following round of club football after every State of Origin match. Exhausted players have been warned about the physical and mental toll of playing this weekend's round of NRL just days after Wednesday night's decider, which, as we know, was among the most brutal matches in Origin's 42-year history. The RLPA has spoken to the NRL about a blanket ban on players backing up just days after the physical demands of playing State of Origin. Some players will contest NRL games tonight, uh, just 48 hours after full time. Now, RLPA Chief Executive Clint Newton hopes to have a new mandatory stand-down rule inserted into the collective bargaining agreement to be implemented from next season. Nowhere in the world, in any code of this kind, where it's high speed, high collision, would we see athletes back up potentially within 48 hours of a match, he said. We have the toughest and most resilient athletes playing our game, but we can't continue to think this is acceptable. Would we expect Maccabi Diva to back up in a second Melbourne Cup two days after she won? So, as far as we know, obviously, you would imagine in most clubs, it's a mutual decision between coach and player. Now, we know the Panthers, for example, are resting all their stars this weekend 
But for clubs that are vying for the top eight, um, the Dragons and the Roosters tomorrow play each other. Ben Hunt, who was fantastic on Wednesday, who is the Dragons' best player um, and as key for them to go on to make the finals and to win tomorrow. And same could probably be said for James Desco at the Roosters. Now, if this was implemented, from what I'm reading, they wouldn't be able to play on Saturday. Interesting to see what happens with uh, this and if it does happen. He went on to say, we don't allow track drivers to drive long hours. We have a duty of care to look after our players. After Wednesday night's match, there wouldn't be one person with any sense that wouldn't agree it was one of the most demanding and physical games of rugby league that anyone would have seen. I don't think anyone could have watched that game and thought it's okay to be in a position where we could have players playing as early as Friday. It all comes down to fatigue and protecting our greatest assets, which are our players. So under the plan, clubs will know full well when their players are going to be available and when they're not, which is why it's going to be addressed in the CBA. That will give them the opportunity to work that into their recruitment. Your thoughts on that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Uh, I get it. However, I still think, and look, if the players uh, want to, be doing that. If they all agree to that, then I suppose that's fair enough and the clubs just have to deal with it. But it is taking out your origin stars for potentially, I know there's going to be buys and shortened rounds, but potentially another at least two games, maybe three games. So that origin period that we all love but does disrupt the NRL goes for a bit longer. But on the flip side, I understand why the players would want to rest. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Uh, in Queensland, Queensland halfback legend Alan Langer says the Maroons' 2022 triumph is the greatest series win in origin history, declaring the pulsating Brisbane decider as the fastest game he has ever witnessed. Now, the Maroons' epic 1989 series win is widely regarded as their finest hour as Wally Lewis inspired a 16-12 win in Game 2 despite losing five teammates, including Harv's partner Langer, to a broken leg. But Elfie uh, says that this game that was played on Wednesday night uh, was the best and the fastest he's ever seen. Your thoughts on that? Is it the greatest origin you've ever seen? It's up there. It's a really, really, really good game. And on the back of that as well, Queensland and New South Wales stars are set to celebrate a $1.5 million pay bonanza in the wake of arguably the greatest game on Wednesday night. ARL Commission Chairman Peter Volandes has said he will begin discussions with the Rugby League Players Association to increase state of origin match payments for the 2023 series. The 34 players who ran out for origin this weekend or this week uh, obviously proved they deserved every cent. So the code's top line players in in consultations with the players' unions agreed to have their origin match payments halved to $15,000 per game during the COVID crisis, but origin fees are almost certain to return to $30,000 next season with ARLC chairman Peter Volandes revealing the code has recovered well financially from the COVID or deal. 0457736736 or 1300-01-1170. I don't think anyone uh, will be against that. But plenty on the table today. Uh, your best coaches of all time, best coaches, best managers of all time in any sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 Tigers fans and just more generally rugby league fans, are you happy 
about Tim Sheens for the next couple of years and Benji Marshall in 2025, or do you think it's a big risk? 0457 736 736 or 1300 This situation as well uh, with the RLPA pushing to have players not back up after state of origin after this year. So, for example, this round we would have none of the stars playing from origin. Do you think it's fair enough? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. Alan Langer, do you agree with him? Was it the best origin ever? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. And also uh, your predictions for this weekend in sport. It is a huge weekend in sport with the rugby league, the golf, AFL happening as well. Uh, 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Tiger Davo will kick us off just before a break. Morning. As a Tiger supporter, I'm happy with Benji and Tim. Nothing else has worked over the last 10 years. Benji will attract players, which is what we need. It will be a wild ride. I'll buckle up for the ride, but I reckon it will be fun. That one from Tiger Davo. So he is on board with Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall. Thanks for the text, mate. Look, I think it could work out for them. They're both Tigers legends. It's a risk, but I suppose most things in rugby league is a risk. So, or very risky, depending on uh, what you think. So we'll see what happens with that. They've obviously got to get through the rest of this year as well with uh, Brett Kamali still in charge. Um, And they have an interesting game up against the Penrith Panthers coming up this weekend on Sunday, which myself and Charlie will talk about in a second. I, uh, I won't reveal my tip yet, but... I think they're a pretty big chance. Uh, so thanks for the text, uh, Tiger Davo. Keep them coming in on all the topics this morning, 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. We'll get to your texts and your calls next. Plus, we'll have a chat with Charlie Goodsir. Get his thoughts on state of origin. I think he's still a bit fired up. And we will preview round 18 of the National Rugby League next. It's 13 and a half past five. Welcome back, tradies. News in a nutshell, Friday morning. Keep those calls and texts coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We spoke to this man on Wednesday morning alongside uh, Jalissa Apps. Jalissa got the scoreline very, very wrong. You got the tip right, uh, wrong, but you were a bit closer. We haven't heard your origin review just before we look at round 18 of the preview. Charlie, good sir, good morning. How are you? Terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. You were very sad in the office yesterday. Yeah, sadness quickly turned to anger. It was very quick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I like last night. I was just really sad. I was just more, I. I didn't really say a word after the game. Mm. And then when I got into the office, I was you know I was still a bit sad. And then we started talking about it. Yes. And then I started getting really angry, and I'm still really, really angry. Wow, two sleeps on from the game, and you're still angry. Yeah, I, I have two things to say. One. Please. The first thing is before uh, game three, I thought that Queensland spirit and like the spirit of Suncorp stuff, mm. I thought that was all rubbish. Didn't I, believe it. I, I hate that intangible chat, like, oh, they just want it more. I, mm. I hate that. Mm. I believe in it now. You there, do? there was no other explanation as to how we lost that game other mm. than they honestly just wanted it more and that Queensland spirit and the crowd at Suncorp willing them on. Mm. My second thing, mm. I'm not watching another Freddie Fittler-led New South Wales Blues side. They, we've lost two unlosable series in the space of three years. I'm talking about 2020. I'm talking about this year as well. Okay. I'm done with his random selections yep. and his just weird mannerisms. I'm like, pick the best team available and mm. stick with them. That's what Queensland do, and it clearly works. Yep. 
why Whiten was number 18 and not on the field, I we can get into this a little bit later. But yes. I'm, I'm rambling uh, at this point. But that's my big takeaway is that I'm done with the Freddie Fiddler era of the New South Wales Blues. So you think Fiddler goes? He has to go. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to hear from Brandy after 6 a.m. on 1170 uh, SEN with Vossi. Um, I'm sure he's listening at the moment, so I'm sure he's very happy to hear uh, your take on all of that. Uh, but you'd keep Brandy, of course, in the selection squad, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I like good. Brandy. He's a good man of mine. Good. Glad. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, let's look at round 18 of the National Rugby Got a new work with him. Imagine what the list is going to be like <laughs> after 6 a.m. Uh, all right. Uh, round 18 of the National Rugby League. It does start tonight. Uh, it's quite weird. We had one of the great... And I, just on that, I thought it was the... Best game of the season, State of Origin 3, by a mile. I know the result wasn't what you wanted, but it was a great game. It was brutal. It was brutal. Mm. Uh, I mean, look, uh, we don't want to see head knocks constantly, but it just showed how intense the players were and how up for it they were. They were just throwing their bodies, hurling around. Mm. I thought it was great to see the Biff back as mm. well, even though I completely disagree with how it was handled in the game. Mm. It was just good to see a bit of aggression. Agreed. Especially with the lead up to the first three games or all, all the games. It was so tame and mild. And to just see it explode at Suncorp was fantastic to see. A lot of uh, <laughs> battered and bruised bodies uh, lining up this week. I'd mm. be interested to see how many players actually come back. Yeah, I, I think this is the round. Well, we're going to see it with Penrith, but I think yeah. this is the round where some players do rest up because we're done with the origin period now. Yep. But there are some vital games this weekend in the round of football. So let's kick it off tonight at 6 p.m. The North Queensland Cowboys take on the Cronulla Sharks. This is two play four. No one would have thought that at the beginning of the season. Intriguing to see how many Cowboys players do back up, as you mentioned, from Origin the other night. The Sharks, they get Nico Hines back. And they were very good against Melbourne last weekend. This is a huge game for both clubs. I'm going to tip the Cowboys simply because they're at home. Yeah, I'm going to tip the Sharks, mm. and it's and I'm going to be probably wrong, mm. I think, and I'm completely fine with being wrong, I, because it's only because I don't know how the Cowboys players will uh, perform mm. so quickly out of such a brutal game, mm. um, especially Tom Dearden, his first yeah. Oregon game. I thought he was excellent. I thought he was really good. good. Um, the reason why I'm tipping the Sharks because Nico Hines is rested. He did have COVID. Rudolph comes back. Mm. Talakai is a big point to prove. Mm. And we heard from all the stats, man, on Thursday that the Sharks have a really good recent record uh, mm. against the Cowboys. That's the only reason I'm going that way, but I would not be surprised at all if the Cowboys win. Uh, they keep uh, proving me wrong. Yeah, and the Cowboys on 26 points at the moment. The Sharks on 24, so they can actually go equal with the Cowboys with a win tonight against the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Uh, the other game tonight, Eels up against the Warriors at Combank Stadium. Now, we saw last week the Eels won a game they should win against the Tigers, albeit it was only by about eight points and the Tigers played some decent footy last week, but the Eels too good. This is another one you expect them to win, but I'm a bit worried if they can win these sorts of games two games in a row. I said it a couple of weeks ago. If they're to be taken seriously as a premiership contender, they win these games tonight. They'll win this game. Okay. They'll win this game. I, I, I don't really want to spend too much time on it. <laughs> they will win this game. I can't see the Warriors no. playing well. No, I th- look, the Warriors played well a couple of weeks ago, but, yeah, I can't see them playing well. The Eels to win. We both agree on that. Uh, now, tomorrow, three games, three – well, definitely the first game at 3 p.m., the Roosters up against the Dragons. 
Uh, going into the round, it's ninth play, 10th. This is huge uh, for both clubs. No Luke Keary still for the Roosters, although he is back training, which is good news. The Dragons, they were pretty poor against the Broncos last weekend, but they had no Ben Hunt, and we saw what he did in Origin on Wednesday night. Hargrave's back for the Roosters. We may see Matt Lodge make his debut as well. I read an article during the week, James Desco saying that they took a lot out of that game against Penrith a fortnight ago, albeit they lost. And he said if they play like that for the rest of the year, he can't see them losing. That's quite a big call. Um, I think the Roosters win this, but I think it'll be close. I think the Dragons win this. Okay. And I'm going against my better judgment. I would almost say the Roosters. Mm. We had Wally Statsman on Thursday, and he said that the Roosters um, – Oh, sorry, the Dragons have only won six of the past 22 games since the 2010 Grand Final. Yep. And all six of them have been on Anzac Day. Anzac Day, and they won earlier this year. Yeah, on Anzac Day. I just think Ben Hunt is at the peak of his powers right now. Yep. Even even though I'll always remember him for that drop in the Grand Final, not yep. the, you know, that thing that happened on Wednesday night. Uh, I, him being playing will be a massive in. I, I think he will play. Mm. And if they score that first try, we also heard from all of the stats, man, their eight wins this season have been after they've scored the first try and their eight losses have been when they conceded the first try. Mm. I'm going the Dragons just because I think they've got the better players. They're in form. I think they're peaking at the right time. Mm. They're not playing their best football, but I mm. think they're playing well enough to beat sides around them on the ladder and they should win this game. All right. It'll be interesting as well if Ben Hunt does play to see how much confidence he takes out of that game. But he he was leading the Delhi M leaderboard when it went behind closed doors, I'm pretty sure. And, and, and I think he's still leading at this point of the season. He's playing great football. That is a huge game to stay in touch with the top eight. As is this one, at least for the Manly Seagulls, that it, they are at home at Four Pines Park against the Newcastle Knights. This is 5.30 tomorrow night. Uh, as I go to you, I think Manly will win, but I thought Newcastle were pretty good against Souths in patches last weekend. As I go to you for your thoughts on this game, we saw what Caelan Ponga did on Wednesday night. Best game of his career. Why can't he do that for Newcastle? It's attitude. Mm. It all comes down to attitude. I saw this idiotic tweet from someone uh, on Twitter during Origin that said, see what happens when you put good players around Ponga. Mm. He has good players around him. Mm. They might not be performing well, but they're still good players. David mm. Clemmer is a good player. Mm. Tyson Vizel is a good player. Mm. Bradman Best is a good player. Mm. You have good players around you. It's purely attitude. And when we lose those, those games, especially tight ones, mm. and he's the captain at the moment, and he goes to the press conferences and is so, oh yeah, no, it was a tough game to the boys. It's attitude. Mm. He, he, like, that's all it comes down to. Mm. That being said. Yes. Party like it's 1997, <laughs> baby, because Newcastle are going to win this game against Manly at Four Pines Park. Really? You yep. don't tip Newcastle? Look, Absolutely. I, I think I uh, should have replayed your little predictions from last weekend. <laughs> uh, Edric Lee, three tries, Knights to win by 20-plus. Was it against South? Look, I actually think... Look, South deserved to win, but I thought the Knights played some really good football in patches. It's just their consistency. Yes. Yeah. Letting uh, them down. And I think it's all going to come together. All right. Uh, I'm going to tip Manly. Uh, and I will replay that on Monday morning. Uh, Titans up against the Broncos, 7.30 tomorrow night here on the Gold Coast. Now, for listeners that are new to the show, Charlie's been tipping the Titans for the past three or four weeks. They haven't got a win yet. Uh, is it going to be any different against Brisbane? Are you actually going to tip the Titans against a Brisbane Broncos team running fifth? Yeah, I am. Really? <laughs> I think I am. At home? Yeah. I, For no other reason than I just think they're due for a win. Yep. I, I think something's got to give at some stage. They've um, 
they've sacked their assistant coach, or well, they, they claim they haven't sacked him, but he left. R- really? Yes. It was a sacking. Yep. I think they just need something, and mm. I think. Uh, depending on how many Origin players back up for the Broncos as well and how sore they'll be. Like, Pat mm. Carrigan, if he plays, he's quickly becoming my favourite player. Wally Lewis medalist. Yeah, yep. Wally, Lewis Medal- Wally Lewis medalist. Well-deserved, I thought, too. Yep. I, I thought he was by far and away the most consistent player and he played great in all three games. Uh, interesting to see how he backs up. I just think that the Titans are due for a win, and I think there's a lot of factors going into it that can help them get that win. All right, tipping the Titans, I'm going to tip the Broncos. Three games on Sunday, West Tigers up against the Penrith Panthers. This more intriguing than it probably should be. The Panthers resting, I think, all of their origin stars. The Tigers, they were good last week in patches, as I said. Adam Dewey into 5'8", Jackson Hastings to lock. This one's going to be close, I reckon. I'm going the West Tigers. Yeah, I'm... I'm with you. I think the Tigers win. I think there are a lot of, even though they're not playing those Origin Stars, mm. the blueprint is now out there for how to beat the Penrith Panthers. Mm. It doesn't matter if they played Origin, if they don't, bully them. Mm. The Penrith Panthers are the biggest bullies because they play on their terms. As mm. soon as you make them uncomfortable, they fold. Mm. Tigers, stop playing nice. Mm. Stand up for something. Stand up for your team, your colours, your jersey, especially Luke Brooks. Yep. I think he's been firing up in recent weeks. I want to see that translate to on the field. Mm. This is as best chance as any you will have in beating this Panther side. We saw it last year when yep. all those Origin Stars were out. Yep. And the Tigers beat them. They can do it again. I back them really big in this game. Yeah, I'm going to tip the Tigers as well. I wouldn't have Penrith for full strength. God, no. But uh, <laughs> We're not madmen. No, but in that sense, yeah, I think, look, I think it'll be close. But, yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers with absolutely no confidence. Uh, Storm up against the Raiders 4 p.m. at Amy Park on the Sunday. The Raiders, a good winning record at Amy Park. Interesting to see how the Storm go, who have been themselves pretty down on form over the past month. They have? mm but I'm still going to go to the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, I, I I just think at home they've mm. they've still got the they've still got good players. They've still got Pappenhausen. We know Bellamy will put a rocket up the behind of yep. a lot of their players, especially mm. now that he's not playing. He's been suspended for three weeks. But Brandon Smith, the actions that he showed against the ref um, against Cronulla, th- there'll be repercussions for all those players to step up and put in a really good performance at home. So I, I think the Storm will win. I think Melbourne and I think Ryan Pappenhausen might have his best game uh, coming back from injury. The final game is 6.15 on Sunday night. Bulldogs taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. South's very good against the Knights last weekend and they've come into some kind of form having won the weekend before as well. The Bulldogs, they've been in decent form recently. Something tells me this is going to be a lot closer than people think. I will tip Souths, but I think the Bulldogs will put up a pretty good fight. I think so too. My heart is going the doggies, mm. but my head's saying the, the bunnies. And and you, I just, I'm not going to tip the bunnies when they've got the Trell, who really is the barometer of that team. Mm. If he's in the side, mm. first off, mm. they'll they'll play well. Mm. If he's playing well, they'll they're close to the best team in the competition. Yep. And again, they did leak a lot of points against the Newcastle Knights of all teams, mm. but. They also scored 40 points and looked mm. really lethal in attack. Cody Walker looks a completely different person. Yep. Now Latrell's back in the team. Uh, Ilya's set to return as well. Yep, I I think the Bunnies will win, but it will be closer than a lot of people think. And I think Matt Burden will... He's got a lot to prove. He I, does. I, to be honest, I don't think he played that bad on Wednesday night. I think he was bullied. Mm. 
by some Queensland thugs. Yes. Uh, and he really didn't have much option. And he didn't get much of the ball either, to be fair. There was no, not a lot of bombs that we were expecting. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll play well. I think he'll play well, but uh, the bunnies. And Souths would be, I think, three wins in a row, so coming into some form. Charlie, it's okay. Everyone is still alive. Everyone is healthy. There'll be another Origin next year, um, and we will chat to you on Monday morning about the round of Rugby League. Yeah, another Origin for us to bottle uh, next season. Yes, so we'll ch- chat then. Looking forward to it. Keep those text calls coming. Your thoughts on round 18 of the NRL, 0457 736736 or 1300 01 uh, 24-2-6 to Scotland in just a second. But don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles now and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. A U. Uh, plenty on the agenda if you're just waking up on this Friday morning, asking you your greatest coaches, greatest managers of all time in any sport around the world, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Your thoughts on the West Tigers and Tim Sheens coming back to coach in 2023 and then back again in 2024 before Benji Marshall takes over in 2025. Got a couple of the texts there. I'll get to them shortly on that one. Are you a happy Tigers fan? Are you a bit confused by it? Uh, players being rested after origin. The RLPA has come out and said that they want in the new collective bargaining agreement that players must be stood down after origin every weekend. Your thoughts on that? Should it be up to the individual players and the clubs at the time? Or do you understand that? And Alan Langer came out and said it's one of the best origins ever he saw on Wednesday night. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736. Your thoughts on all of that? Or 1300 01 1170? And your predictions for the weekend in sport. It is uh, quite a big weekend in sport. Looking forward to hearing from you between now and 6 a.m. through 1170 SEN Sydney, 693 SCNQ in Brisbane, and 1620 Gold Coast. Your text to your call shortly, but let's do our Makita power play today. This season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. And this man, as I said at the top of the show, he's normally our American correspondent, but he's over in Scotland now. He's just on the way home from day one of the Open Championship, the British uh, Open, uh, and he's on the line. Chris Perkins, good morning. How has your day been over there in Scotland? It's just gone just past 8.30 uh, local time over there. Yeah, good evening. It has been a long day. Um, (laughs) My son and I were staying in Glasgow, Mm. so it's an hour and a half drive for us. We were at the course when the gates opened at six o'clock this morning. Wow, you were you're very very keen. So, yeah, you 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 do the math backwards. We were up and out. We were up at three thirty on the road by four this morning. So, so yeah, it's been a very long day for the two of us, but well worth it. It was very enjoyable day at St Andrews. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. For people that haven't been, and I dare say the majority of our listeners haven't been able to go, um, what's it like, the course, the experience? Tell us all about it. Before we get on to the actual golf, tell us all about it. Uh, the course itself, I, it, it's beautiful in its simplicity. Television does not do this place justice. 
okay? Mm. It, it kind of looks a little too plain until you get up close to it. You, you see the undulation. You see the, the fact that the, the course really hasn't been touched a lot by heavy equipment. It's just the way the land is there by the North Sea. And, and you know, like I said, you got the undulations, you got the pot bunkers, 112 bunkers on this course. Uh, it's just beautiful in, in its simplicity. There's nothing tricked up about it. It's a course you got to think your way around. You can't bomb your way around this course mm. like a lot of courses that are 7,300 yards, like like the old courses at St. Andrews. This is this is a course you got to think. Can't pull driver all the time. You're playing a lot of irons off the tee. And just putting yourself in the position for your next shot to the green to get the ball into the hole. Mm. Um, and if you make a mistake, you wind up in the in the waist high rough, and all of a sudden you know, you're bringing five or six in your in the play in your scorecard or worse. Mm. I you know, I'm sitting around the road hole at one point today, uh, seeing guy in the waist high rough, blast his shot out of the rough. On, on 17, goes through the green, down the embankment, onto the road. He's playing his third from the road. Mm. That, that's, the, that's the trickiness of this golf course. And on a day like today where the conditions were rather benign, certainly by St. Andrew's standards, not much wind, fair amount of sun, not much rain, and only, it only spritzed about 20 minutes of rain at one point around lunchtime today. The the course was very benign. Scores mm. were gettable. I mean, we saw a guy shoot sixty four today, mm. but mm. you you're also seeing guys shooting mid mid to high seventies mm. because they're getting themselves in trouble. Let's have a look at the leaderboard, Chris. Just the top three at the moment: Cameron Young leading the way, uh, eight under par, followed by Rory McIlroy. Uh, he's six under par, and Cameron Smith for all our Australian listeners, which is the majority of uh, us are listing today, uh, in third place in the moment, five under par. What's your thoughts on their first round? Well, Rory expected to shoot sixty-six, so he he was the odds-on favorite coming in. Mm. You. One, most of them had him. Um, a lot of the books over here, I think, had him around 10, 11 to 1 at, at some books, but very, very, uh, very much the odds on favorite. Cameron Young going out shooting 64, that's, that's a fantastic round. Puts himself in a great position tomorrow when the conditions may be a little bit tougher with, with the rain, although he's going to be playing a little bit later mm. uh, in the day than he did today. Uh, the big. The big one I, I like is Barkley Brown. Shoots a 68. Mm. He's a 21-year-old amateur. He's, he's English. He's an amateur. Qualified late. And, in fact, I had to Google information for him because in the official uh, 150th Open program, his name is not in the list of entrants because he qualified after it went to print. And he's equal fourth at the moment, I think I can see here. Equal fourth, he's uh, four under par. So yep. you, you, you never know. Um, question without notice, and you may not know the answer to this. How many people roughly were there today in terms of the crowd? Do you know? Uh, I would say I, I couldn't give you an estimate on how many were there today. Mm. They are expecting upwards of 300,000 this week. Mm. 
Yeah, and I for the I, open. And I, I, I'm I'm assuming that includes practice rounds. Mm. I mean, tens of thousands were there. The place was packed. My my son and I we spent a lot of the day at, at the first tee. Mm. Okay, that's where we started the day. Watched most of the groups tee off from from number one mm. up to and including Tiger Woods. Mm. And I'm telling you, the crowd as we got closer to three o'clock this afternoon, Tiger's tee time just kept building in the grandstand there at the first tee. Uh, in fact, we were sitting there at 1230 and about two o'clock, we were thinking about going, maybe getting something to drink. We were afraid to do that because we were afraid to lose our seats. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be losing uh, my seat there. So what, uh, you mentioned Tiger Woods, any of the other famous names you saw? Any? Uh, I think you sent me a picture of uh, John Daly at one point. Yeah, John Daly, he teed off early this morning. Um, uh, saw Phil Mickelson. He he was in one of the early groups. Wound up shooting seventy-two, even par. Mm. Um, yeah, saw a lot. Saw a lot of the big names. Uh, I will tell you though, if you've ever, if you've never been to a golf tournament in person, which I have been today, it is really difficult. I credit to the camera people who who cover these events on a weekly basis to be able to follow the ball because. Being, for me to try to follow the, ball, the little golf ball coming off of the club head at 170 miles an hour, that is next to impossible to do. Mm. So full marks to them. I, but at the same time, you're in the midst of the crowd. You're getting to see these players up close and personal. And, and it, it's really that, that experience that, that you get that makes being in an event like this so, so special. Yeah. Now, and uh, just quickly, just before we let you go, the vibe around Scotland and uh, for this tournament, and of course, you're heading back tomorrow for round two. You're going to get up at six a.m. Going to be there at six a.m. again? Uh, no, we're going to sleep <laughs> in tomorrow. Tiger uh, tees off about ten. I do want to see his round, and I do want to follow his his group at least a little bit tomorrow. Uh, I mean, Tiger right now at six over. Last I looked. Uh, he may not make the weekend, so uh, I do definitely want to follow him uh, through, uh, through through his group at least part part of the way tomorrow. Yeah, currently six over. You're right there, mate. Enjoy it. Uh, we will speak next week. Have a good time tomorrow, and soak up all of that. And we'll have a chat again next week. Sounds good. Talk to you on Monday from London. London. Ah, yes, we will speak to you then. He's all around the world. Our American correspondent. In Glasgow uh, for the St Andrews, uh, at we went to St Andrews for the British Open, and no doubt through eleven seventy Sydney Brandy back with uh, Vossi today. Uh, we'll be at the golf desk many times, I'm sure, uh, to update you on everything that has been happening there. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Couple of texts before uh, the break. This is from Carmelo. Morning. I'm a massive Tigers fan and over many years we seem to get hammered by injuries and some other teams seem to have very few. In your opinion, is it bad luck, bad management or just a curse? Well, I don't know if you can do too much about injuries. There's a lot of clubs that have been higher up at the ladder uh, over many years have that have received injuries. Look at probably the Roosters uh, last year. So no, I just think that's bad luck. And I'm asking your best managers or coaches in sport on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Bill Belichick. Uh, this is Dan, by the way. Bill Belichick, Wayne Bennett, Warren White Ryan, 
Gus, and he's also thrown Billy Slater into it. So after three games, Billy Slater, according to Dan, is one of the best coaches of all time. Well, uh, I suppose he won the State of Origin series. Uh, some have said uh, the unwinnable State of Origin series. So uh, there you go. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Just checking your weather for you around our listing area today in Sydney, top of 16 degrees and sunny. Brisbane, a top of 21 degrees and sunny, and for the Gold Coast, mostly sunny and a top of 20 degrees. Now, coming up through 693 SENQ Brisbane and 1620 Gold Coast after 6 a.m., with Patton Heels, Olympic gold medalist Brooke Hansen will join them and Broncos winger Jordan Pereira ahead of the local get derby against the Titans this weekend. Uh, through 11.70 Sydney, Brandy back with Vossi. No doubt a lot of state of origin talk throughout the course of the show. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's 12 to 6. Yeah, seven and a half to six o'clock. Vossi Brandy with the breakfast show through 1170 Sydney after 6 a.m. Brandy fresh from his wonderful appearance on NRL 360 last night. And 693 SENQ, Pat and Heels uh, to take you through the breakfast show. Also through 1620 Gold Coast. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Bit of other news floating around before I leave you. And resentment over state of origin kickoff times has echoed all the way through through to cricket with the Big Bash to try and catch the eyes of youngsters before bedtime. Only one match in the Big Bash League 61-game season is scheduled to start after 8pm locally, with organisers seeking to make the bringing back of crowds and families the league's number one aim after a couple of years of empty stands. So I think the origin on Wednesday night kicked off, I think it was 11 past 8, and because of all the stoppages... um, and all the fights that happened in it. I don't think it finished until about quarter past 10. So it was very, very uh, late. The Big Bash released its schedule yesterday with League Chief Alistair Dobson declaring clubs have been put on notice to prioritise lifting at-game attendances around the country following two lean COVID years. So only one game to kick off after 8pm out of the 61 games in the Big Bash this year, which I think is a smart decision. And uh, I was uh, watching Origin out on Wednesday night with a few friends um, and I I just don't understand why it has to kick off at quarter past eight. I think 7.30 or even I think the game in Perth kicked off at 7.50. Even that would be slightly more acceptable, but quarter past eight is just Way too uh, late, in my opinion. Um, And Penrith are set to close the door on Trent Barrett returning to the club as an assistant coach. The Panthers are a coach short for next season. We know Andrew Webster. He was appointed the Warriors coach from next season. And, of course, it was Andrew Webster who replaced Barrett as Penrith's attacking coach when Barrett took on Canterbury's head coaching role. Instead of looking at Barrett for a third stint at the club, though, the Panthers are set to a point within. They have ex-skipper Peter Wallace and also Pathways coach uh, Ben Harden already in their ranks, who they are looking to potentially promote. And Penrith star Nathan Cleary has thrown his support behind Webster's step up into their head coaching position, saying he has massive respect for Webster, uh, who has spent the past two seasons at uh, 
Penrith. Dan, who said Billy Slater was one of the best coaches of all time, said was uh, it was tongue-in-cheek, but maybe one day. Yeah, thank you, Dan. And there's already a couple of texts in for Vossi and Brandy as well. 0457 736 736 if you want to flick a text to Vossi and Brandy through 11 at 70 Sydney. They are next. And through 693 SENQ and 1620 Gold Coast, it's Patton Hills. Thanks for your company this week. Been a big week. I will catch you back here Monday, 5 a.m. Have a good weekend. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.